Hey everybody, I wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's what I'm using to make this podcast. I use it not only because it's free, but because it's easy. I can record and broadcast anything and everything right from my phone, or I can use a computer. It allows me to edit things, and it has everything I need just in one place. And not only that, you can make money from your podcasts. But what you have to do is you've got to go download the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm just to get started. And then send me a link. I want to hear your podcast. Hey everyone, it's Sam with West Virginia Overtime. And we recorded three podcasts yesterday, and I thought, well, that's enough. We'll we'll maybe record one uh, later today or tonight, or maybe even wait till tomorrow. But I was looking through Twitter and came across uh, Joey Burton, who was on uh, Twitter, and he gave out five shooting myths that you need to know. And I was reading through them, and I was like, I had an aha moment. I thought, this this is something quick that I just need to send out while I'm thinking about it. So I kind of want to go over these five myths that he talks about that I do hear coaches and parents, I hear even some commentators saying this. Uh, I've attended some some pick up basketball games here recently and I've even heard some players talking about it and uh, just want to kind of run by them real quick kind of give you some thoughts on them and uh, you guys can tell me what you think as always if you're listening to me on the Anchor app you can hit the button that says voice messages and you can record a short a voice message saying, you know, hey, you agree with this point, but you disagree with this one, or you teach it a different way. Or if you want to get a hold of us, uh, feel free to hit us up on social media. Don't forget, we are WV Overtime on Instagram. We're WV Overtime on our Facebook page. And on Twitter, we're at Overtime WV. You can hit us up on Messenger or DM, or you can even send us an email at West Virginia. WV overtime at gmail.com. So let's kind of get into these shooting myths that that we want to get everybody to know. One of them that he's Joey Burton talks about is to use more legs for power. And you know, I've kind of always known that was a myth because one of my dad's favorite players was Larry Bird, and we watched him always in the three-point shooting contest. And everyone always pointed out that he didn't get tired during the three-point shooting contest because he didn't jump real high. He used his legs, but he didn't use them to get up off the ground. He wasn't jumping two feet in the air. So what this myth really means is um, bending your legs is not always the answer. Um, The further a player squats before they shoot, a lot of times that's the less, they have less control when they go 
up for the shot. So, especially when they're younger and they don't have their coordination, if if they're bending a lot, they're sometimes getting off balance. So we want to teach our players to bend to a comfortable amount and no more. Okay, and then we want them to use their whole body starting from their toes all the way up through their legs, the trunk, in order to get their power for their shot. It's not about how far they bend. They should not be doing a squat, and we definitely don't want them uh, jumping two feet up, up, up in the air. Another myth, the second myth that we usually hear is don't let the ball rest on the palm of your hand. Uh, a lot of coaches say that you should only use your fingers when you're shooting. And if they don't really break that down and truly explain exactly what they mean, then you have a lot of kids that they end up kind of pinching the basketball they end up trying to figure out how am I going to shoot and balance the ball in the air um, as I'm going up for my shot coaches who say this when you look at the shooters on their team, a lot of time they have God hand problems. So what you'll see is if they're a right hand shooter and the coach is saying, hey, only use your fingertips. Don't let that ball touch your palm of your hand. Especially young shooters when they're, they're first starting, what they do as a right hand shooter, they do try to use just their fingertips, but you have them getting their left hand, which is their guide hand, involved, and it becomes almost a two hand push shot because they're trying to balance the ball as they're bringing it up to shoot. So they're using both hands and, and all ten fingers to kind of balance the ball. What we really mean when we say that is don't have a flat hand. Don't uh, put the ball flat on our palm and use a push shot. That's not what we're wanting. We're wanting your hand kind of to be cupped and we want the ball mostly resting on your fingertips. But the very back part of your hand, the back part of your palm, it's okay for the ball to be resting there in order for you to balance. It's the middle part of your palm that creates that push shot, that flat hand shot that we don't want. So it's not that we're teaching it wrong. We know in our head as parents, as adults, as coaches, how we want them to shoot the ball. It's how we're communicating it. So a lot of times it's about breaking things down. So let's go on to the third one. The third one is don't dip uh, the ball when we catch it. A lot of people want them in the three-point stance to receive the ball as they catch it and not bring the ball down at all, but to immediately start their shot as 
they catch the ball. Well, when you look at nearly every great shooter in history, they have a slight dip as they catch the ball, they bring it down, and then they immediately kind of take it up. What that does is kind of create a rhythm for a player. So you kind of want them to catch the ball. They're going to do a little slight dip and immediately go up. Now, they should not be catching the ball at chest height and doing a dip and bringing it all the way down to their waist and then bringing it up. Because then they're probably shooting a little too far out. They've got some bad habits. Um, they're not having confidence. Maybe they're, they're not using their legs correctly. There's some other techniques that, that are wrong. If they're wanting to bring the ball, if they catch it at chest height and then all the way down to their, their waist. But what I'm talking about is if you catch the ball at chest height, or shoulder height there is this slight dip of about one to two inches and that gives you the rhythm to start your shot the fourth myth I hear constantly is improvement uh, comes down to getting reps we've got to get reps we that's how we improve our shooting let's get reps well the reason why this is a myth is because, again, of communication. If that's what you're saying to your kids, to your players, to the, the athletes that you're around, then they're going to take you literally. So you really need to break this down. You really need to talk about reps are important, but there's a difference between good reps and bad reps. And I see a lot of kids come into the game thinking hey I've got to get 500 shots up and I'm gonna count anything and everything I see kids strolling into the gym and they start throwing up the latest ESPN highlight shots uh, I've, I've seen kids uh, before a game or before an open gym actually shooting from the bleachers or they're shooting from a chair I've seen them shooting from the scorers table that's not a rep that's not improving our shot. So we need to really sit down and define what is a good rep. So we want to get them thinking that a good rep is a game shot in a game spot at a game speed. So let me break this down for you. What we want to make sure is that every player on our team knows where they can shoot comfortably, where we want them to shoot, where in the offense they can get shots. That's considered a game shot. So we want them practicing in the areas where they're going to get game shots in game spots. Now, a player who's wanting to get better, obviously, if their shooting range is 10 feet, yes, we want them getting reps maybe at 12 to 15 and, and furthering their range. But basically, we want them to stay within that 10 to 15 foot range. We don't want them out on the 30 foot range taking shots.
and we want them going at game speed. So we want them using something like Doctor Dish, uh, shoot the Shot Doctor, or we want them uh, coming off a curl off of a chair and having a passer pass them the ball. Uh, we want them, you know, doing a back cut and doing layups at game speed. So we want them taking game shots at game spots, at game speed. That's what equals good reps in in our head. Not just coming in and throwing up a bunch of to get to 100 or to get to 500 or whatever. We really want them working on the thing with free throw shooting. When they are free throw shooting, they need to be going through their free throw routine every single time that's how you build up muscle memory and you get in a rhythm of consistency so make sure that you're not saying hey get these reps and you'll improve well if they're not doing it the right way they're not going to improve now the last thing that i the last shooting myth that joey burton talks about on twitter and that i hear coaches talk about all the time is oh leave them alone it's too late to change their 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 shot well no 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 you can always work on your shooting mechanics. You can always make changes. If you sit down and watch any WNBA game, you watch any NBA game, you watch any college game, there is always some time in that game that the commentator or coach will mention how hard a player worked in the offseason to fix something in their shot. Now, it may be something slight, such as the positioning of their feet. It may be uh, working on a shot fake. It may be working on how they release the ball. Uh, it may be whether they're turning their wrist um, something, but you can almost never watch a basketball game on TV and not hear somebody mentioning that, like I said, a college player, uh, NBA player, WNBA player has worked on their shot. So you are never too good to be working on your shot and changing your shot. It's never too late to improve. And that's going to be my parting thought. It's never too late to improve. Whether you're a parent helping your kid, whether you're a member of the community that works with the Midget League, whether you're a coach, whether you're another player, whether you're a player listening to this, it's never too late to improve. So take these five shooting myths and some of the comments that I've made and make an improvement. Change your way of thinking, change the way you're practicing, and make sure that you're getting good reps at uh, game shots, at game spots, at game speed. Good luck, and I hope to see you guys soon.